0: Welcome to the second episode of Fresh Years, a podcast where three guys just sit around and talk about some of our favorite albums. As I announced last week, my name is Alex. To the right, I have... John Mark, and to my right, I have... Eddie. All right. <laughs> All right. right so if you, if you listened last week, uh, you know you know the concept, you know what we're doing here, but just to kind of... Reiterate, um, each of us are going to pick an album, um, the other two are going to listen, formulate a good opinion, and then we're just going to talk about it. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's so, true. Uh, how are you guys doing? No, I'm, I'm loving life. Loving life. This is a, a beautiful, beautiful Saturday in June. The birds are chirping, the sun's out. You're going to give away when we record these? It's
1: am not going to publish for another... Fifteen weeks, and we know. go by what Spotify's doing yeah, right that's now. True. Just,
0: we need to. This is for history. I'm just letting the fans know that that we're in good spirits today.
1: Great spirits. All High right. spirits.
0: So uh, when we come back, we're we're gonna get rolling and talk about what we had to listen to over the past week or so. We'll see you then. Okay, the album I picked this week is Keep Doing What You're Doing by You Blew It. Alright, so the album I picked was Keep Doing What You're Doing by You Blew It. They're uh, kind of an emo, indie... Uh, rock band from Florida. Uh, the first time I ever saw You Blew It was at a front bottom show. I was actually with John Mark. Oh, yeah, bro. Um, it was. Uh, it was a, I, no, it wasn't a front bottom show. It was a say anything, say anything show. show. It was yeah. a say anything headliner. It was say anything, front bottoms is so so glows, and You Blew It. What a lineup. Great lineup. Great show. You Blew It were the openers, and mm-hmm. they were like the only band on the bill that I didn't know anything about. And uh, it was a pretty that that show was a pretty cool experience because that was the first show like that I had really kind of ever been to. All the shows I had ever really been to had either been like big um, arena concerts or like festivals, and that was like the first like intimate like small venue show I ever went to. And that well, it helped that all four pants are really good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was, that was it great. was incredible. It was at Mr. Small's, one of my favorite favorite venues, and I just remember I knew nothing about them, and they came on stage and and. They were just i just thought they were good and i remember that their sound was like it was like really like heavy and pounding and you could like feel the guitars and the drums like physically and your tongue yeah yeah it was it was really <laughs> cool and and they were just a fun fun good band i remember the, the drummer was uh, you probably remember this if you think <coughs> hard about it enough? Their the drummer <laughs> wore, wore the Andrew WK shirt. Yeah, is he drinking Mountain Dew. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I he, he made how, the, how could I not? the funniest, uh-huh. weirdest faces yeah. the whole time. Yeah, I remember. And they were they were just cool guys. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. Is just a really great album that I love. You blew it. Was like they were kind of like a gateway band for me because they were the first like emo. And I'm using. Mm-hmm. Oh, scare quotations. quotes! Funny. First, like pure Don't emo that. band that I really got That's into, a dirty signal. and I th- I think they helped me get into bands like uh, Tiny Moving Parts, Free Throw, Prince Day, and the Hyena Pool Kids—all bands that I really love. Um, I'm I'm really just a sucker for that math rock emo sound. Um, they were actually part of the 2010s like emo revival like the American football type emo sound that really came back in the early uh, 2010s I like how the lead singer Tanner Jones voice really p- bounces back and forth between soft and gritty throughout the whole thing um, And like I said, I love how the instrumentation just really pounds and blasts through the speakers I think I think these guys are a good band to listen to on a rainy day because you know they, they get the lyrics get kind of emotional at times, but there, but it's also music that you can just, I can just put on whenever. Unfortunately, they're on hiatus now. Um, they, they only put out three albums. This <coughs> Keep Doing What You're Doing was the second album. They put out another album a couple years after that, Ab and Drop, which is really good. But they've been on hiatus ever since then. and I'm not sure they'll get back together. I hope they do, because I love You Blew It. The guitar player, Andy, plays for Pool Kids. A band that me and Eddie love, so I'm a big fan of him, still following him. Um, but yeah, that's all I really have to say about this album. Uh, my favorite track is definitely, I would say, Award of the Year Award. Well, but great minds yeah. think alike. A but word. yeah, I, I, lo- I love keeping doing <clears throat> what you're doing. Uh, who's Who's up first? Ed. E- Eddie, what'd you think?
2: All right, so you blew it. Uh, I when I was a teenager, I had heard e- of emo music, and uh, it was really... Uh, I don't know. I wasn't that into it at the time, but I guess uh, by as time went on, I found more things.
1: Well, when you're listening to stuff like Buckcherry, I mean.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Eddie, Eddie, book, so, book on top of that. So here in a few um, weeks, we're going to do an ep-
0: uh, episode just about Buckcherry. <laughs> thank oh God! Thank God! Oh no. <laughs>
2: These things. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. So Buckcherry is a band that I saw twice <laughs> live. Can you believe that? Yes. I can't believe it. All right, let's talk the second about time Shari. I saw him I didn't really want to see him, but I just went. The more we talk about bug cherry, the sadder I get. Well we're gonna it's gonna be a sad episode in a few weeks. A very special episode of Fresh Ears. Yeah. Just like next week's. Well anyway, so yeah, this uh what, you keep doing what you're doing, um you blew it because this one was pretty good. That's what I would say to them. That was, but, apparently <laughs> but apparently they're but apparently they are on hiatus, I guess. Uh, yeah, this is pretty good. I like the singing. I wrote some notes down, actually. Let me go check it out. Well, they did not keep
1: doing what they were doing because they came out with another album.
2: Oh, they did?
0: Oh. And it was different. <laughs> oh, so they <laughs> did didn't? You like it? Oh, no. Mm. I did like it.
2: Well, that's, uh. Take your own advice, you a... blew it. Yeah, seriously. You... I, guess, I, guess I guess you, guess you could, could say, say that they suck. They blew it. <laughs> they blew it. <laughs> Wait, what? You. Hey. The band is you blew it, not they blew it. Stop doing bits. Okay, well, uh. <laughs> I like that this album doesn't have too many like really heavy parts. which is just like which I don't really like when emo bands do. I think that's annoying. But they
0: have they have some though. some of they, them, but it's not that. And fun. the ones that they have, I think, are really appropriate
2: and really meaningful. Sure. Yeah. Let's see. I think the hooks are really catchy. Like, what's the song where it's like you've made the list of people I'd like to forget. I like that one. I forget what the name of it was. I, I think don't know it was. Which I think, is, I think it was a different kind of kindling. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can see myself getting emotional to these songs if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling, if it's a rainy day and I'm jamming out to something. Not on a
1: beautiful day like today. No, no. Like, sorry. To (laughs) To get emotional on a day like
2: today, I'd have to listen to, like, Here Comes the Sun or something. Yeah, uh, but anyway. Yeah, it's a little whiny, but I guess that's fine. I don't really mind it that much. I think the vocals mesh well with the music.
1: Eddie, I think you're the last person in this room that, sh- that should be complaining about whiny vocals. <laughs> you think so?
2: I don't know. It just seems like he's complaining. about
1: Anybody it. who listens to Adam and his package shouldn't be bitching about whiny oh, I don't think he whines. Vocals.
2: All his songs are for funny things, not whining. Uh, you think so? I'm talking about the tone. Oh, I'm not. T- I'm talking about the lyrics. They're kind of listen to like that's the second what emo is though. Listen to like yeah, the second sure. Wonder
0: Years album, and then come back to this, and, and yeah. Well, yeah. You t- uh, and tell uh, me what the the is the, <laughs> the widest album of yeah, all time. I,
2: I know there's I know there's wineier bands. There's wineier babies. But what's wrong with what's wrong with that though? I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of it. The I like the song titles, like a year of the award a year. of the year. A <laughs> word or yeah, award <laughs> of the year. A <laughs> of the year. Is that you wrote down? Yes. No, I don't think. Is that what it's called? It's oh yeah, called the, you're, looking at the, the year, you're looking at the you're
0: looking at the Trackless right, Man. Yeah, Match
2: just... and Tinder. Did that song come out when Tinder was a thing It came like, out like
0: that... I don't think that has nothing to do with the Match and Tinder.
2: Maybe Tinder was inspired by match this. Match and Tinder is like Tinder every... is like what you like light on How fire start to start a fire. I know that. But Match like you know, swipe right. I think this
0: album came out right before Tinder really But I, I think you're Well, anyway, I thought you're that you looking too deep. I yeah. thought that was
2: clever. I liked uh you and me and me—that's like you, me, and Dupree, or me, and myself. Right. Like I like that song too. Yeah, I like. It was pretty good. You did not
0: blow it. You blew it. All right, all right, Joe Mark. What'd you think?
1: Well, uh, yeah, I, you and I have the same origin story with this. Um, we both
2: like the Joker and Batman.
1: Alex and I, throughout our lives, have really been like the Joker and Batman. Of course, I'm Batman, and I always have been. Yeah, we saw that show in 2014. It was just great. Uh, but you went down the You Blew It path, and I went down the So So Glow's path,
0: I, I think. Two different paths. Yeah. It's kind of um, an emo path and a... Pop punk, surf punk. Surf punk path, yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, so Alex gave me this album on vinyl to listen to, and uh, I, I listened to it in on vinyl, and in the car, and basically just in any situation i would be in and this album is really really good i don't want to say background music but it's like really enjoyable just to listen to while you're doing something yeah driving around i i, I can't really name individual songs i think award of the year award is my favorite too but to me it's more of a full album thing than pick and choose a song mm-hmm. that i like you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i like the whole thing and uh I don't really listen to this style of music very often and I really
0: want to because you always show me these and I love them and I just don't listen to them. I could give you a handful of bands. Oh, I'm sure you I could. could. A but these guys are definitely my, like I said, my gateway to Emo mm-hmm. music.
1: Let me look at the track list real quick and see what I can remember. Um, House Address was also really good. I, I remember that one sticking out to me. And uh, Better to Best, the closing track was another uh, standout stand out for me. I thought it was a great album and uh, it's in my rotation now, I would say. Even, <laughs> even if it's not something that, like I've saved tracks on Spotify or anything,
0: I'm going to be listening to it a lot. So, thanks, What do Alex. you think of the yeah. music
2: video for that one
0: song with the old man drumming? Remember that one? I don't know if I've ever seen a Uglyuk um, music video. I think no.
1: Eddie was trying to catch up today after not listening to the albums, and he just watched it. No, I
2: listened. How I've, could you say that?
0: So, Who would not listen to albums? There, and there's a to few fun. bands... That I like to when I'm bored, I like to bring up like live show full sets, and U Bullet has a uh, live uh, a live set on YouTube in like a small venue in in uh, in Florida that I love to watch all the time. Um, so I've never seen any music videos, but I've watched many live set YouTube videos of these guys. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you guys Does enjoyed this. Uh, I'm I'd probably give this album a nine out of ten. Um. Yeah, all right, yeah you go first? I don't know. I liked
2: it a lot.
1: It was pretty good. you got to give it a rating. What's your a rating? do?
2: Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. I've uh, only done this twice. From 1 to 10 or 1 to 100? 1 to 100. Uh, one I guess like a 78. 1 to 10.
1: All right, 7.8. I'm going to give it an 8.
0: Okay. Okay. 7.89. All right. Good stuff. We uh, we all enjoy this album. That's great. When we come back, we will talk about John Mark's album. Oh, yeah.
1: my album this week is ex-military by death grips
0: all
1: right so i chose ex-military by death grips partially as a response (laughs) to eddie making me listen to beastie boys last week i'm not a big hip-hop guy i i like just about everything i hear here in hip-hop but i don't actively seek it out the only hip-hop I can really say I enjoy and, and want to listen to all the time is stuff like Death Grips or Danny Brown or, uh, or Brockhampton, uh, which I guess are all the same style of like hipster white boy hip-hop, I guess. I still love it all. So anyway, uh, Death Grips, I think I first heard my senior year of high school or my freshman year of college. It was right when The Money Store came out, They're, uh, probably their most popular album um and i wanted to bring this to you guys because i want to see i i I know you've heard a few songs but i don't think you've actually sat down you can tell me if i'm wrong i don't think you ever actually sat down and listened to it all but anyway uh death grips is an experimental hip-hop unit i think there's three of them in the band it's a wild time any, 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 so- any Death grip song you listen to is going to be jarring and grating and I don't think anybody the first time you listen to it re- can really dive into it. I think it's, I think it grows on you. I'm not saying you have to force yourself to listen to it, but I think it's certainly a, uh, an acquired taste. So, X-Military is their first album. It, it hooked me immediately when I listened to it. The first track on the album starts with a, an extended speech by Charles Manson over a sample of a Jane's Addiction song and from there i was hooked and i think there's 13 tracks in this album and every single one but one of them is a classic to me i love them all clink is one of my favorites especially now with these everything going on the protests and police brutality if you 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 should listen to clink Uh, but also culture shock and spreading across the block it should also be noted that this song is very very or this album is very explicit and graphic (laughs) and um if you want to listen to that, just know that going into it. But uh, they come out with albums every year or so, every couple of years, and they just keep doing it, man. I love them all. And so, that's that.
0: Alright, so, uh, you know, I've always known about Death Grips through John Mark. Um, I've always... Thought they were they were really cool, but you know, kind of weird and, and different, but I mean, that's definitely not a bad thing. <laughs> Listening to X-Military on my own really made me appreciate this group. Uh, I feel like they're like untraditional hip-hop, well, specifically this album, Mixtape. I listened to this on DatPiff. DatPiff. <laughs> that uh, that's one of the only places I could find Hell it. Hell yeah, dude. Because it's, it's really a mixtape. Um, I feel like this is untraditional hip-hop that was around right before untraditional hip-hop really became... Hip, yeah, this
1: came out in 2011. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, I, I love MC Ride's flow. He's got these different things he does with his voice, which I think is really cool. I think
1: yeah, so some of them are like yelling, like, um, well, most of them are yelling, like Guillotine, yeah, but then Culture Shock is just him like talking like this, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's even crazier in other albums. Like, uh, there's a song called <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it's like it's called PSS PSS, PSS. and like he's like. This is like weird little
0: sultry voice, I guess, on it, and he really it switches it up, and it's really bizarre, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think he's really good. Uh, some of these beats are just, I and I wrote in my notes, they're just dirty, nasty, mm-hmm. like they're so good, like they hit, and it's just like, uh, that that's that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, especially culture shock, that beat is mm-hmm. is out of this world. it's it just grimy. I love it i a love all the samples they use. You talked about the Charles Manson thing on the first track, which I think is 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 so cool. Um, I love I love it. I love how the the mixtape starts, um, and then especially on that one, you know, you've got the you've got the little guitar in the background with Charles Manson talking, and then when MC Ride in the in the band comes in, it's just like. Boom! It's, like, yeah. it's, it's it just it, it like, it's like grabs you, me. like you melt away. I mm-hmm. love it, love it, love it, love you it. You know, on the
1: on the, I forgot to mention this. I'm sorry. On the topic of samples and beats, I was looking at the samples used, and bringing it back to Beastie Boys, allegedly, apparently, uh, girls and fight for your right to party are sampled on Sprinkle Across the Block. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out. I couldn't find like, it either because I I read that as well.
0: I couldn't find that either. I love the samples. Um, there's some tracks in here that are just kind of instrumental tracks, and I think they're dope as well. It's, I, th- I think it's good. I wrote down it's good music to listen to while you play video games. Um, I, I listened to this, to this a few times while playing Rocket League, and it was this mixtape was a great accompaniment to ro- yeah. to playing Rocket League.
1: I mean, it's very angry music. There's <laughs> Songs about police brutality, songs about violence, Mm -hmm.
0: and being not in touch with the reality and everything. So everything's very angry. And you talked about Clink. I love the switch up at the end of Clink, Mm -hmm. like how the song just completely changes. Until yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. Um, Lord of the Game. uh, You might not see this, but the first thing I thought when listening to Lord of the Game is, this sounds like something that could be on Space Jam. (laughs) Yeah, man. Basketball yeah, is a game. That's maybe. true. I don't know. I <laughs> Lord of the Games is the only song I don't like on the album. Oh boy. Well, I loved it. Um, yeah, my favorite tracks were Lord of the Game and Tachyon. Oh, yeah, Tachyon's Yeah, a those, those are those are my two. Uh, those are my two favorite tracks. The only thing I didn't like about this um, were the last two, two tracks. Uh, I uh, thought I won. I, I need it. it. And Blood creeping. I thought they both kind of dragged on a bit too long.
1: I wanted I Need It is really long, but Eddie was talking last week about the Beastie Boys being satirical
0: and everything. I think I Want I Need It is a better satirical song than anything on that Beastie mm-hmm. Boys album. And you talk about this mixtape being real deep and real lyrical, but I think to really... Get that you really have to be a Death Grips fan that listens to them all the time because I think as a as a new Death, Death Grips listener, what you're hearing when you listen to them is is the sound because it's oh, so yeah. unconventional. Mm-hmm. You don't really grasp. I, I feel like you to really grasp the the lyrics, you'd have to listen to them all the time. Yeah, yeah.
1: well, I, I I don't I am not ashamed to admit that with MC Ride's lyrics, I have to look it up sometimes because
0: mm-hmm. he's oh he's awesome. It's though. so fast. He now one thing I'll say about him. <laughs> Is I think he's oh. awesome. I think he's great. Death Grips, they're really awesome. But okay. I, want, I wanted to kind of dive a little bit deeper into this guy. Okay. Like, Stefan. Yeah. That's all I really know is his running really Stefan. And you cannot find a lot about this guy on the internet. They, he's he, very private. Well, he was done, a Big
2: Brother 8, so he, he did
0: okay. He's hardly, he's hardly done any interviews, but the, the one interview I found, which I don't know, I thought this was a little. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um. I don't know. I don't know. Is an end game? I don't know. But there was an interview, and they asked him what his inspirations are. And he goes, I'm not inspired by humans. I used to be inspired on by humans, but there's nothing that humans do that really inspire me anymore. I'm, oh. he's, I'm more inspired by by the universe and things it's, like it's, that. His
1: speaking voice is also and strange, it's like, strange compared to... It.
0: And it's like, come on. Seriously, man. Like, yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I thought oh, that geez. was a little...
1: Yeah, but I don't care. It, it's Even if that's real.
2: I'm inspired by chickens. <laughs> that that sounds s- like
1: performance art to me, but even, even if it's not like, whatever. It, yeah, but that, that, but
0: right. that doesn't change how, how I feel I mean, about I, it. I brought it's Arcade small. Fire
1: to the table last time, and the people on Arcade Fire are kind of pretentious to it. it
0: yeah, pretentious. Pretentious, really pretentious was the word I was looking for there. Um, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said I like how soft spoken he is in an interview. He's very soft spoken. He's very soft spoken. I wonder me, I wonder Ride. what it would be like to a day with MC Rodney. There's a great
1: picture of I think it's him and, and Zach Hill, the, the drummer, and Beyonce, Jay Z and Robert Pattinson. It's the strangest picture I've ever seen. It's just I don't know why all five of those people are together in a
2: picture. Huh. But it's really funny. Interesting. But yeah, I really enjoyed this one, Eddie. Um, X military by Death Grips. <laughs> yeah, that's an album, alright. When's the last time you listened to it? Today. Yeah. So How about that, you were here while I was listening to it. You know those songs. Um, oh yeah, it's pretty cool. It starts with a guy talking over some instrumentals. That was pretty cool. Let me check out the track list here. <laughs> you um so horribly unprepared. Un- un- so as this. you know, I don't really know anything about hip hop or enjoy it or think it's like like something I would seek out. But Death Grips is a, an experimental hip hop group. You just read the Wikipedia page. Yeah, what I'm are you saying, doing? And and uh it's cool that they experiment. Oh man. Um and I yeah, I'm not really sure. It's kind of like it's not really songs I'd say. It's kind of more like um Just kind of noises with vocals kind of going over them, and it's kind of cool to me. And the guy's voice is like really deep and loud. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I I just uh, yeah yeah just thinking about uh, when I think about this music, I just think about like that noise you made. Yeah, 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 and that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see what I wrote my notes in my notes app on my iPhone. (laughs) Uh, harsh instrumentation surrounded by the bellowing blows of an angry sweaty man. The sound of Death's Grips is pretty unique. And
0: it sounds like a letterbox. review It sounds one like you kind of your letterbox reviews.
2: Ex-Military is a modern-day scallywag. Honestly, I think it is. This could, honestly, I could see this playing in the lighthouse. Could you? Yeah, absolutely. It would be pretty good. Um, yeah, a
0: few specific scenes. Even
2: yes. though death, I, death Grips is pretty unique, I don't think there's a genre this falls into, but at the same time, it's not music everyone can enjoy. I don't think it's I don't think it's weird enough to not be hip
0: hop. Like when I hear it, I'm still like, this is hip hop. I mean, yeah, it's I guess
1: on the service level it doesn't sound very
0: accessible, but it is. There are some tracks that are way more or less hip hop than the others. But you, it's
1: not like I mean it's not party hip-hop. Well, there's it's like it's not samples. like you're not gonna play it on it during a party.
0: I don't know. There are a few that actually not what where are you gonna play it a party? You gonna play Tachyon? Lord of the Game.
2: Oh i don't. How about five uh, D? That's anyway, a, that's not a party one. You that's don't think instrumental, yeah? But I mean, he just remembered. I could see He it. just it. looked it up.
1: Five yeah. D is actually a, probably the best driving beat, even though it's an
2: instrumental. Yeah, that's why I said that. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, I think maybe I guess anybody could listen to this because he just put it on and it's it's like kind of drowns out anything else that you might be thinking about, which is probably. I have um, a suggestion for you, Eddie.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And don't take this mm-hmm. the wrong way. Okay. Or take it the wrong way. I really don't care. Yeah, yeah. We're. we're when blunts. Eddie, Alex, and I are going to bring multiple hip hop albums to this podcast, it's going to happen. And I think you just need to bite the bullet and, and say try I don't like them. To try well, you could say you don't like them, but oh, I think okay. you also don't actually try to digest them that much.
2: It's hard if I don't like something to motivate myself to. Well, keep but I think
1: I think, but but if you go into it, you're not going into these things with an open mind. Yeah, I don't think
2: you said that I might like this one. Because it's kind of different in terms of hip y But I still don't think
1: I. I just think you put it on your phone while you're doing other things, and I don't think you really.
2: Well. Take in the albums. The thing is, is this music really got me out of a dark place? Uh, oh my God. And I just it, it drowned out some sad thoughts, so that's a good thing I'd say. Is that true? Yeah, I was getting lonely last week.
0: His MC <laughs> Ride came oh in. Oh
2: my God. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, he did." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this guy. You know what? This guy sounds like he'd be fun to like go to the movies with, or something." I don't know. MC Ride's not inspired by movies. He's inspired, He's inspired by <laughs> monkeys. <laughs> inspired by the wind. <laughs> by chickens. <laughs> I'm inspired by monkey by chickens. All right. Well. So yeah. Um. What ex military? Um. Yeah.
1: Alright, well, great review. I'm going to give it uh, a 9 out of 10. If Lord of the Game wasn't on there, it'd be 10 out of 10. Uh, Mm -hmm. I just can't get into it. But definitely listen to... If I had to... We didn't really even talk about Guillotine. Guillotine's probably the most popular song they have. Um, And it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. But uh, if I had to recommend any songs from here, I would say Clink, Culture Shock, Sprite Across the Block, and Tachyon are probably my favorites. I give it an 8 out of 10. Great. Think it's really good. And hey, what'd you say? Your what's your least favorite, Jack? What'd you say? The last two. Oh yeah, you said that. Okay. Blood creeping
2: and the one with the long song title. I wanted to need it. Yeah. All right, Eddie. Um, yeah, I'll give it an eight out of ten. I didn't really Eddie, like the last song either. I don't know. I don't, what's the? Uh, I don't know. Nine. <laughs> se- <laughs> you're gonna go up? Yeah, sure. This is a good hip hop album. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right, so when we come back... During the break, uh, we're going to have a nice talk with Eddie. And then we're... Yeah, what so uh, we're, we're, we're going to break right here to hear a word from our sponsors, <laughs> our wonderful, wonderful <laughs> sponsors. And when we uh, come back from that, we'll hear about uh, Eddie's album. So uh, see you then. Bye. Right on.
2: Hey guys, this is Eddie Trezino from the podcast Fresh Years. I just want to tell you that I actually have another podcast with my girlfriend, Casey Houlihan, who we have here in the studio with us. Yeah, I made a special trip in just for this ad break. Yeah, um, so- the It's po- called In Case You Missed It. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, it's, uh, do you want to explain what it's about? Sure, I'll explain it. Uh, so basically, uh, I'm a big pop culture fan. I love keeping up on, like, new music and movies and tv shows and podcasts so we just talk about what we've been listening to watching or reading that week and just have a good old grand old time Mm -hmm. uh we come out about once a week and you can check us out on Spotify, apple or anywhere you get your podcast yes and if you uh like the recommendations i give on fresh ears maybe you'll like what we say on this in case you missed it yeah check it out download it today Hey guys, this is Eddie, and the album that I chose for this week is The Believer, an album by Hospital Job. Alright, uh, so the reason I picked hosp- The Believer by Hospital Job because... Uh, so The Hospital Job is the side project of the drummer from co- The Copyrights, which is another one of my favorite bands. They're, I think they're pretty popular these days. They used to play a lot of fests. Uh, they've been around a long time Copyright's have been around since like 2002 or something Maybe later than that But um, So I guess this guy just wanted to keep writing songs Without his buddies from the copyrights And uh, I would say that these are pretty similar to those songs He sounds like a regular Mr. Bad guy Yeah he is He's a. He. You could say he's uh, been arrested No I don't think he's been I don't know much about this guy Do you think that Oh anyway I guess I shouldn't do the bits yet No hey no you know what you started a bit, finished the bit. <laughs> did Freddie Mercury get arrested?
1: And that's why he named his album Mr. Yeah, Ranga? did he get arrested? Uh
2: I he might have.
1: I don't know if that's true. Oh okay.
2: I hope not. That's I don't, sad. I
1: don't think he grew up in Saudi Arabia.
2: Yeah. Well he well he's like what's his name? he's Iranian, isn't he? He's something. Yeah. Which is surprising. Well anyway,
1: Freddie Mercury found a hospital job.
2: Yeah, Freddie Mercury found a hospital job after his death, um, and this is the album that came out of that. Um, so I just think it's really fun, and uh, it's pretty like. The thing about the copyrights that I d- I'm not as big a fan of is they do a lot of gang vocals, and I think their songs are more suited to a lighter sa- solo vocal style most of the time. And this one's mostly solo vocals, and uh, I don't know, I just think it's pretty guitar y and pretty poppy, I guess. And I just uh, think the songs are all really catchy, really fun, and make me want to do a little jig when I hear them. And there's even some times when I'm like, I hear some lyrics, and I'm like, damn, dude, that's true. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, all the choruses are great, and there's not really anything wrong with it, I don't think. Maybe, I don't think that it's misogynistic, like those BBs that we talked about last week. But anyway... um all the members of this band are still alive, and I hope they keep doing what wow. they're doing. So, uh, so they're not facing the grips of death. They're not facing the grips of death, and they're not—they're not, they're not um, you, me, Dupree. Uh, so, John Mark, what did you think of *The Believer* by Hospital Jab?
1: I'm going to have a very similar review that I had for this for uh, the *You Blew It* album, in that both of them are good albums while you're listening to them. I love them. I like them both very much. After the album is over, I couldn't tell you much about what I heard. I saved, um... Let's see. Which tracks did I save on Spotify? Ooh, made the save list. I saved two songs. I saved uh, Confusing Times and The Scrivener. The Scrivener. Scrivener, I guess. And, uh... Couldn't tell you what either of those songs sounds like, even though I listened to this album three or four times. Uh, but... Uh, that's probably more about me than it is about the album. It's just a lot of times when I listen to pop punk like that, it's just all kind of. Especially with uh, what's your little favorite? Band? <laughs> little <laughs> favorite. The story so far, uh, it's a similar situation where mm-hmm. it all blends in together for me, and it's all just kind of one big song. And yeah, um, I, I can't take too much out of it. But I, I remember the first track because it's
2: it's a catchy tune. Catchy
1: tune, and it's uh, probably one of those things. to do the most. You know, it was it was good. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go back to that one as much as the You Blew It album. I think that I like the emotion more than the You Blew It album. I, I didn't. I guess I didn't listen to Hospital Job close enough to say to myself, Damn, that's true. But, uh, <laughs>
2: the walls do have eyes. <laughs>
1: but uh, it was good. Uh, between this one and the Beastie Boys and then our The Lost Pilot, this is the best one mm. you've brought to the table so far. Wow. For me. Yeah. So...
2: The tape spilled out of that recording and I don't think we're getting it back
0: nope. so I thought this was just pure fun pop punk mm-hmm. there wasn't a single thing I didn't like about this album um, it was so catchy like some of the songs the choruses are just awesome like for example the four things about yourself uh, Wax Doll, Times Square um, really catchy choruses it, It's it's pure fun pop punk but I like how on a lot of the well, two tracks in particular, they get serious in more you know intimate like uh, "The Scrivener and "The Walls Have Eyes." Um, it's great driving around with the windows down <laughs> in the summer music. You I do. would say I know like watching. that. Let's like you mentioned the story so far, and that, <clears> they're one of my favorite bands. As uh, so they started out as kind of a pure pop punk band, and, and one thing I lo- I love to do when the weather starts getting nice, like at the start of summer, is I just. Roll down my windows, open the sunroof, and just blast good pop punk. And these are one of those albums that I that I think I could do that. Too. You know,
1: Alex, classic Deep Creek vibes. Yeah, for
0: that, for you and me, for sure. Just running around Deep Creek, listening to pop punk. Yeah. with oh, the wow. windows, Deep down. Creek, Maryland. I mean, um, I wish more people in the pop punk community knew about this band and this album because I feel like
2: I'm surprised they don't because the copyrights are really big. And like I like
0: well, I looked at the copyrights and they only have twenty thousand monthly th- listeners on Spotify. You, I think your Eddie, I think your well, idea of what is popular is much different
1: from what Alex and I's idea of what. Popular
0: I think the is. copyrights are very obscure, and Hospital mm. Job is like. Well, they're more obscure. Like, yeah, but I wish they weren't because I think they're really good. I mean, yes. this album, this album is great. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, this is probably their best one. They have a couple other. Their first one's pretty good, and I haven't really kept up with them as much, but because I think this album's like so perfect. I feel that like they seeing
0: the see it. Seeing, I feel like seeing this band in just like a tiny little dive bar would just be like pure bliss. Oh yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, yeah.
2: i never. I saw the copyrights once, and they were. They had a pretty good. that was at the Smiling Moose, and they had a pretty good. Cry. But I mean,
0: it's not. It's not a complex album, really at all. It's just kind of like a fun pop punk album, and I think it's. As far as pop punk albums go, it's perfect. Yeah, me too. I, re- I, re- I really think so. Yeah. Um, there's a few times, I don't know, I don't think this is the lead singer, but there's backing vo- vocals a lot on this, and the backing vocals sound just like Tom DeLonge. I thought that too when I first heard <laughs> just it, Just yeah. like Tom Dog, <laughs> Like the cadence and everything. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, was, that's I, I was into it, man. I loved it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. It's funny. In my I get- opinion. Yeah, yeah. So, Final Grades, what do you give this one, Eddie?
2: Yeah, this is, a I guess, a 10 out of 10 if that's, or a 100 out of 100, if that's what we're going with. I mean, if you give it a 10 out of 10, you give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, sure. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, I,
1: I, like you, I don't have any qualms with the album. No qualms. It, 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 it was, I really enjoyed listening to it, but I don't know how much I want to go back and like, mm-hmm. it, it didn't really stand out to me amongst the other pop punk
0: projects, mm-hmm. so... Well,
2: what's the number seven okay I'm gonna
0: give it a 10 out of 10 oh wow because I listened to it a couple of times and I was like there's not this is this is awesome there's nothing wrong with it and I, I think I will go I think I will go back to it well if they yeah. come
2: live we'll go see them
0: yeah I'd love to I yeah. think, I think, I think. <laughs> if they come on if, uh, <laughs> if music ever exists again yeah, uh-huh. yeah so you got not make me cry The Believer by Hospital Jobs. So we're going to take one last break here, and then we're going to come back and we're going to answer a fan question, and we're going to reveal what we're going to do for the next episode. So, so yeah. Yeah!
1: Welcome back to Fresh Years everybody. We've listened to all three albums and reviewed them, and now it's time to answer a question from a loyal fan.
0: So this turn, it's Alex... So Alex, what is our question? Alright, so I got a question from our good buddy Brad, and and this is, this is what he's got for us. He what are says, you laughing? He's a good buddy. Well, wow, I
2: know Brad. Wow, that's he, crazy that he, he listens. A, he's a good guy.
0: So he says, <laughs> are your respective tastes in musical genres tied more to lyrics slash subject material of songs, or the beats slash harmonies slash instrumental elements of songs? Uh, great question, Brad. Just
1: like everything you do, it was great. I would say I care very little about lyrics. Um, to me, it's always a, more about the atmosphere and the vibe and the aesthetic of the song more so than the lyrical content. Um, I, I If the lyrics are good, that's a plus, but I to me, it doesn't really matter. Uh, one of my favorite bands, which you will probably end up on the podcast, uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, almost all of their vocals are barely higher than the rest of the mix, and that's fine with me. Uh, I, I much prefer voices as a uh, as an instrument more than lyrics. So yeah, I would say that the music itself is more important to me than in my taste than the lyrical And, content.
0: I, and I agree for the most part, but I think there's only a couple genres that I don't listen to very often, and one in particularly, is because of the lyricism of most of the music, and that would be country music. Oh, God. Because God. honestly, honestly <laughs> sorry, honest, Brad. Honestly, I've been I've been up and down with country music. There have been phases in my life where I I like it, phases where I hate it. But now I'm just kind of right now. It's just I'm kind of indifferent to it. There's some of it that I like, but most of it I like the sound of, like the instrumentate, like the the music, the musical parts of it. But there's some country. A lot of country, popular country music, were just like I'm kicking out the tailgate, drinking a beer. It's, shallow. It, it's, it's, it's just it's like, shallow. yeah, and that it that is a that is a big turnoff um, for me. Well, yeah, I mean, Eddie thinks
1: country music is an affront to God, and I don't think it's that. Well, bad. I
2: don't. I just think that it's
0: bad. It's not all bad. There's some country music that I'm, I'm not. I, my I'm thing never was...
1: listen to it voluntarily either. But yeah, you know, I agree with you on that. It's just like, what, what we why we listening to this. Mm-hmm
0: yeah yeah well
1: that's that because but well country music popular country music puts the vocals in the lyrics front and center too mm -hmm. that's that's part of the reason Mm -hmm. it's so prevalent because that's what you're listening to it right i guess yeah you know there's only so many times i can hear about
2: ass whoopings in the parking lot
1: ass whoopings in the parking lot getting getting drunk with your friends
2: yeah i don't like country well, that, the, the question, question wasn't about, about country. country. Let's <laughs> go back and Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say, like, I'm mostly a music guy because I just like to hear this, the arrangements of different musical voices put together in a form that resembles a song. But uh, if there's really good lyrics, then that really elevates things. That's why I think R.E.M. is, like, the perfect band. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, R.E.M.'s lyrics are indecipherable. Yeah. And Fall Out Boy's a lot like that, too. hmm yeah. I think you and I talked last week about "From of the Cork mm-hmm. Tree, and my entire childhood I had what I assumed were mm-hmm. the lyrics in my head, and oh, one yeah. day I looked up the lyrics online and it was nowhere close.
0: Yeah, and I, I liked a lot of like post-hardcore, hardcore, metalcore, that type of stuff, and <laughs> most of the t- the more you listen to it, you do hear the lyrics, but a lot of the time when you first, first listen, it's just... Well, weird. when
2: lyrics are cringy, I think that's... The biggest turn off. <laughs> well, yeah. that's not true. I like a lot of cringy lyrics. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I do. It's true. All right, well, Brad, you. thank you so much. Hope to hear from another member of your family sometime, maybe. it's <laughs> Brad's dad going to send him a... No, maybe somebody he never, that he lives with. Anyway. All right, well,
1: Brad, thank you so much for the question. Um, you're a peach. So, we've reached the end of the road. Uh, I think... We had planned to do this every couple episodes. We're going to do a themed episode. Uh, so we're going to announce our albums in a second. But I wanted to um, let you guys know what theme we're going with. It's our first themed episode. Uh, it's going to be recorded around Father's Day. So we made the decision that all three of us, instead of choosing our own albums like we have previously, we're getting our dads to pick the albums. So all three of us, have uh, talked to our fathers, um, and they have given us... I would imagine they all gave us a they really like, and we're going to be talking about those instead. So I think that's very interesting and fun, and we're going to see where it takes us. So Eddie, what did Eddie Trezino Sr. give us for the podcast?
2: Who the heck is that? I'm not a junior, people. My dad, Ed James Trezino gave me... A classic album that I, I do enjoy. It's Asia by Steely Dan, which I think is, you know, great. But Oh, sorry, I wasn't supposed to give that away. I mean, have I listened so to, you guys will listen to some Steely Dan, which is worried. a metaphor for peepees. Can't it's wait. That was a dildo, specifically. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. I forget. All
0: right, Alex, what did Boyd Petrie give us? So my dad gave us Morning View by Incubus. Not a shocker. At I don't all. know what
2: that is. What but a boy! We'll what a out. Boyd album. It's a good album, a Boyd album. <laughs>
1: my dad, Mark Shaver. Uh, speaking of Mr. Bad Guy, mm. gave us the classic uh, album "A Night Mr. at the ba- Opera" by Queen. Oh. Mm. So. Sure, so we got some. We got never some heard di- of We got
0: some diversity there. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. I think this will be a good one.
1: Yeah. So thank you, thank you, dads and grads everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> dads and. Uh, and grads. Yeah, and Brad's dads, dads and Brad's, dads and Brad's. This has been a this has been an episode for you, so thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next time.
2: And listen to my EP that I have on Bandcamp. Oh yeah, plug that <laughs> real quick. I made music under the name The Flying Flies, and it's I think on it's Bandcamp. just Flying Flies. Yeah, it's Flying Flies, but in my mind, it's The Flying Flies. Well, if you promote it, you should probably give it the well. If title. you type, I'm pretty sure if you type in The Flying Flies on Bandcamp, my thing will come up. But just. It's flying flies. It okay. is flying flies. Hi, fine. It's flying flies. Just type in flying, and the album is called "Demo There" after my favorite line in uh, "Revenge of the Sith." Alex, you have anything to plug? I got nothing. Oh, and to listen plug. to my other podcast with my girlfriend. It's called "In Case You Missed It." Have you changed the title yet? Yeah, I think it's in. I think it's in case without the Y now. So it's the way it was.
0: Okay, so Alex. Yeah. I got nothing. Thanks for listening. Neither do I.
1: Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Yeah!